Gone are the days of knights and chivalry, and yet that hasn't changed God's vision of you as a man of valor. Today, pornography is a simple mouse click away, and sexual addiction is at an epidemic level. Dr. Mark Laser is an internationally known author and speaker, the leading Christian authority on sexual addiction, and the host of Faithful and True's online radio production, The Men of Valor Program. Here now is Dr. Mark Laser. Welcome to our show today. Randy, we're continuing on our journey um, of talking about uh, spiritual growth and steps to spiritual growth, and uh, sometimes called the process of uh, sanctification, uh, growing deeper, wiser, more mature in our faith. Uh, And we've been uh, kind of emphasizing, borrowing from the 12-step tradition of Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, some of the um, the steps toward that, uh, I think, desire that all of us Christians have to grow deeper in our faith. Well, and I think that if uh, the listeners were have heard our last show, uh, we addressed the subject of making amends. We did, and uh, the, we have a lot of listeners who I know go to 12-step groups, and so they'll certainly recognize uh, that show as being about steps 8 and 9, and so therefore we come today to step 10. We'll get into that in a minute, but... Uh, yeah, you're right. We've we've covered uh, powerlessness, surrender, confession, uh, uh, making uh, corrections to our character, our character defects. We've talked about uh, you know emphasizing the scriptures about thinking on uh, you know kindness and goodness and so forth. Uh, the Philippians four eight and uh, so forth passages. Uh, we didn't talk about making amends. We talked last week about the story of Zacchaeus and paying back and some other ways to make amends. Now today, uh, we're going to move on to step 10. And by the way, just so the listeners know, we have three more shows in this series. So uh, basically, it's a seven-show series. Well, I think that, that uh, we have a lot of listeners that have given us great feedback, very positive uh, affirmations about um, structuring these shows in series because it it uh, if you're leading uh, an accountability group, it uh, many times allows them to jump into a new series, stick with the series, you know, to completion, and it provides a lot of food for thought, a lot of food for discussion with them when we're able to do it uh, that way. Kind of in a linear, thoughtful, perhaps thoughtful. It's it's almost as if. There was thought put into it. There's thought put into it. Exactly. Now, by the way, just uh, in terms of some conversations I've been having lately with listeners or with uh, some of the people around here, I think uh, uh, we got uh, an email this week from a listener that had a very important question, and and if he's listening uh, this week, I would like for him to know, again, I I emailed him back and told him this, but I think we are going to dedicate a show to some of our most frequently asked questions uh, or some of the questions that, uh, like his, which is a very powerful and important question, you know, we're going to take some time uh, on a show to answer that. And then I think uh, now that we're into uh, some level of uh, development with this show, I think we're going to turn our attention at some point to doing some more guest appearances. Yeah, uh, we're, we're currently trying to line up some of the many friends that you have mm-hmm. in the field, uh, right. lots of interesting guests that uh, we're going to uh, come up with on the show. In uh, in a few weeks, or I believe we're going to have a, an opportunity to talk with the gentleman that you had lunch with just the other day. Yeah, Lowell Seashore, who uh, 
you know, has a ministry primarily to uh, high school and college age men about sexuality called Lust Free Living. And uh, I was just really impressed by the work that he's doing. And, you know, one of the heart and soul um, qualities I think of our show together is that we, uh, we, we would like to honor and, and uh, include uh, some other really pioneers and uh, leaders in our field who are who have some great material, who are uh, doing some great teaching, have some wonderful books. Uh, we're going to go after some authors and, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, look forward to that. Stay tuned. And uh, uh, I myself am really looking forward to that one. Yeah, well, I think that yeah. that's going to be a lot of fun. I like the fact that uh, he's got a, a web website, if I'm not mistaken. I, I love the term that they use, and we're seeing this phrase used more frequently uh, in the last uh, few weeks, and that's man up. Man up. In fact, uh, what we, I, I, I told Lowell what was interesting about that is that uh, I, I and my co-author, Dr. Tim Clinton, have a book coming out this spring called uh, The Fight of Your Life, and uh, uh, we, we have a publisher for that, and the publisher, their marketing department, their marketing people come up with titles or subtitles one of the subtitles that I think they're using has to do something with manning up. I think that's what happened. You came back from that lunch and gave me Lowell's business card. Yeah. I looked at his website and was very impressed with uh, with their ministry there, and I, I really liked the, the man up phrase. And then I saw your latest uh, galley copy of, of The Fight of Your Life and noticed that phrase being used right. uh, in the subtitles. So right. I, I think it's uh, it's one of those phrases that for a man, it, it just touches on, it's kind of a challenge. It's, it's right. a call to action. It's like, you know, let's stop what's going on here. It's time to yeah, man, up man up and, and look at right. becoming the kind of man that God intends us to be. God calls us to be, and it is an action step, man up. Uh, when I think of man up, I think of show up. Right. Step up. Stand uh, up. Stand up. That's another good one. Uh, do something, in other words. Uh, take some action. Uh, because uh, God calls us to action, I think, a lot of times. Well, I'm going to stand up right now. I think we should take our break right up front here. Okay. <laughs> and then when we get back, we'll have, uh, we've got a couple of really uh, relevant uh, triggers of the week. Uh, to, for, for this show and yeah, the next for, one. For, for the next two shows. And uh, I think we will get to those when we come back. And then we'll jump into the, to today's show topic. You're listening to Dr. Mark Laser. And this is the Man of Valor program. Looking back on the memory of the dance we share beneath the stars above. For a moment, all the world was right. How could I have known? Do you struggle with the use of pornography? Faithful and True is a Christian-based counseling center specializing in the treatment of sexual addiction and compulsive behavior issues. Our well-trained staff has the highest levels of clinical expertise combined with personal experience to understand and effectively treat your sexual addiction. 
we have a proven track record for helping men who are seeking a transformation in their lives. Our Men of Valor three-day intensive workshops, led by Dr. Mark Laser and Dr. Greg Miller, are the most effective and affordable treatment program in the country. Our workshop alumni rate our workshops as life-changing. We also offer workshops for spouses and couples. If you're ready to make a change in your life and are seeking a treatment program provided by the top Christian experts in the sexual addiction field, visit us today at faithfulandtrue.com to learn more. That's faithfulandtrue.com. Now for the Trigger of the Week. Trigger of the Week, Randy. Uh, we've been uh, kind of pursuing um, not the Tuesday night men's group, which is our normal subgroup, test group, uh, but we've been having a conversation during our staff meetings at lunch with Debbie uh, and uh, Susie Schmidt, who's one of our female uh, therapists here. And we've been asking them uh, to give us ideas for triggers of the week, things that might trigger wives. And uh, so we're still kind of rolling with that theme. And uh, we just uh, came down from our staff luncheon, and they gave us two triggers. One we'll use next week. But they both relate to the Super Bowl. Well, this past weekend was that game. And uh, I think it's still kind of a buzz, first of all, because of the very uh, surprise ending to the game itself. But, um, you know, as everyone was kind of analyzing the game and analyzing the halftime performance by Katy Perry, you know, you of all the events, um, that particular event highlights the TV ads. The TV ads. More than any other uh, TV event that I can think of. And uh, I think that's what we're getting at with this first trigger. That is right. And uh, it was kind of an unusual event for us because normally we will DVR or record a show and then fast forward through the commercials. Uh, The Super Bowl, given the fact that we had no horses in this race, uh, you know, it was kind of the opposite. I, you know, some of the slower stuff, and particularly in the first half, um, we just kind of fast-forwarded through that so we could get to the commercials. (laughs) Uh, But uh, as it so happens, uh, there were two particular uh, commercials that uh, the wives uh, uh, noticed and felt, you know, when we were just up there, they they were feeling very passionate and offended by these commercials. So the one we'll talk about today, we won't really talk about it, we'll just mention it, is... uh, uh, the Victoria's Secret uh, ad that showed up, uh, kind of you know unannounced, uh, no warning, just showed up, and and it was you know, incredibly provocatively uh, undressed women, uh, and uh, uh, it was not something that you know the viewers of the Super Bowl really uh, invited into their homes. But I I always think of stuff like that. It's kind of like an invasion. You know, you're sitting there innocently. 
you're moved by some of the Super Bowl ads. You're, mm-hmm. Some of the Super Bowl ads make you laugh. Um, this year there were some particularly moving ones, particularly yes. about fathers and sons. Right. Um, but this one is just like, boom, it's like a slap in the face. You know, I didn't invite this, didn't want this. If I'm a recovering man, I certainly don't want to be looking at that. And it is, in fact, very offensive to the wise. It, it, or daughters, or little girls, or, you know, you know what, what is it teaching um, uh, the women of the world, the teenage girls of the world, the, the little girls of the world? What is it teaching them about what they're supposed to be like or look like? So I'm getting kind of even angry about yeah, talking about Yeah, wound up it. just talking about it. Yeah. Well, it's one of the rare triggers uh, so relevant for us to be highlighting here because it's a trigger for both the husbands and the wives. That's right. It's a trigger for the men who are struggling with the sexual purity, and it's really a trigger for the wives who, you know, it just ig- ignites right. some very negative emotions, uh, either looking at that and going, and this is the type of thing right. that, that lures my husband away, you know, and, and causes so many of these problems. Right. Now, it's not the topic of our show today, but... Uh just a just a encouragement to our couples who might be listening, and that is that if such triggers like this, and gosh, you know, there are hundreds of those in normal, you know, television or radio in a given week, instead of uh, getting into some kind of argument about were you looking at that or were you not, or you know, why didn't you fast forward through that fast enough, or you know, why not have a conversation about the fact that you were both offended by this, and that uh, what are we to do? I mean, what are we to uh, think about how we might even respond to this. And I'm not saying we should boycott any any show that has an advertiser like that. I'm just saying that, you know, we need to stand up at some point, show up, man up, uh, woman up uh, about some of these things and just say, you know, we object to this. We, we don't agree with this. We find this, in fact, offensive. So anyway, just think about it. Uh, come at um, that, that kind of situation more as companions in the battle that we're all waging. Yeah, you're not adversaries no. in, uh, in right. this battle. You're you're yeah. side by side in this. Well, I know when it came on and Debbie and I were watching it, we were there with our son and his girlfriend, and we all had the same reaction. You know, it's it's offensive. So, um, and we were able to have a short conversation about it, which I thought was quite healthy. It's one of those teaching moments. It was one of those teaching moments. Uh, refer back to the show, talking to your kids about sex. <laughs> well, it's a little bit more interesting to talk to your kid when he's like 32 years old and he's there with his girlfriend. But we did have a healthy conversation, and, a, and his girlfriend is just a, a wonderful person that uh, we, uh, she just had a reaction. I think a lot of young women do. You know, sure. what, what are they what are they teaching? I don't know. I really don't. But uh, anyway, so that's today's trigger of the week. And now let's uh, jump into to today's show topic. Well, you know, we'll jump into it, but I did have to say one last thing. It's obviously sometimes when we present the trigger of the week, it re-triggers us to present it. But um, <laughs> Well, I've made the decision I'm no longer buying my underwear at uh, Victoria's Secret. Uh, well, that's good, Randy. I, you know, that's a whole nother show. Th- that the image of that might help some of us stay sober, actually. But uh, anyway, enough of that. All right. the 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 uh, material for the week has to do with uh, uh, the next spiritual step, which is taking ongoing um, account of ourselves. Uh, the twelve steps would say. Uh, uh, take an ongoing inventory, take a daily inventory of ourselves so that uh, we can decide on a daily basis, you know, how we're doing. And uh, I think that there is uh, 
uh, an assignment, for example, in the Life Guide for Men, I call the Daily Moral Inventory. And it's a list of categories in your life that you can kind of assess on a daily basis. You know, how are you doing? How are you doing with sobriety? How are you doing with some of the positive uh, things you're trying to build into your life? I think what the, uh, the step is actually getting at is, you know, in step four and five, or when we talked about confession in this series, it's like, you know, for all of us who have, uh, you know, been addicted and, and uh, have a crash and burn or a discovery or a disclosure, we're going to have a defining moment where we, you know, need to look at, uh, in my case, the past, when I got into recovery, the past 25 years of my active addiction, and I, and I had to do a full disclosure to Debbie about that stuff. I had to take a complete moral inventory of all of that. So, you know, that, that whole process there in terms of confession uh, was, uh, was going back over 25 years. Now, you know, I start and I confess that and I've got kind of a clean slate, uh, feel reconciled to Debbie, feel reconciled to God. But now, you know, we're, we're still all sinners and we're still making mistakes hopefully not the egregious sexual mistakes, but we're still all making sexual mistakes. And basically, this spiritual step said that, you know, part of our spiritual journey on a daily basis is to look at our lives and say, what are we doing that's good? What are we doing that's not so good? And uh, we're taking a daily moral inventory of ourselves. And then when we are wrong, um, we we uh, promptly admit it. We We confess it, Sometimes to our wives, sometimes to our accountability groups, sometimes to our pastor, we uh, we confess it right away. We don't let it fester inside of us. Well, I think it's important from the standpoint of if you're taking a ongoing, current assessment like that, I think it's going to make you alert and aware to your to your moral behavior. Because if you're if you're in this kind of um, take every day without thinking about these moral uh, character issues, it would be very easy to slip and, and to, to fall slide. behind. Yeah, to, to slide. slide. You know, and yeah. you're, not, you're not thinking about it, but when, you, yeah. when you're uh, focused on it, you go, I could do better here, or I'm really making progress there. And I, th- I think that that mm-hmm. could be very helpful to an individual who's trying to keep accountability and, and sexual integrity on, at the forefront of their life. Yeah, so uh, let's be clear about one thing. You know, if if you made some mistakes, if you told a lie, if you uh, you know looked at a commercial you didn't want to look at, or whatever it was, I think those are things that should be promptly confessed. That's all about negative stuff. You're doing bad things, sinful things, perhaps, and you know we need to clear our conscience of those uh, right away. But I one of the things that I get more passionate about about this step is that most of the guys say to me in some way, shape, or fashion, they do want to become more like the man that God calls them to be. They have a, a positive vision of being a husband, a father, a leader, a, uh, a Christian in general, and, and there are definitely positive steps that we need to make in that direction, whether it's having a daily quiet time, daily devotions, daily meditation, uh, exercise, you know, lots of different things. And part of making daily uh, inventory is is not just saying, well, today I didn't do, you know, these things, but it's also saying today, yes, I did do these very positive things that is building my character. Now, if I'm taking daily moral inventory and and I've let today slip, slide, I haven't done any of those things, then uh, I think we also need to promptly admit that 
take that to our accountability group and ask them for encouragement to get back on this this forward moving path that I think we'd all like to be on. And do you feel that uh, this is a uh, exercise to invite your spouse to be a part of? Well, absolutely. I I do think that, you know, at this point now that you've done, you know, full disclosure, you've you've been honest about all your your past, I think it becomes easier on a daily basis. I think one of the key um things that we're going to do in this step with our spouses is that if we do something or say something that is uh, hurtful, uh, then we, we would say, you know, this, uh, this uh, phrase, I'm sorry, you know, and that's very hard for a lot of people to say, to admit that they were wrong right away when they were wrong. Well, I would think that involving your spouse and on a frequent basis like that, I would think that that's a huge step in winning back her trust. Because yeah. if she sees you uh, on a daily basis saying, you know, I've had a pretty good day today and he, you know, here's how it went and here's how I felt and here are the things I thought. And then on those days where you feel like you slipped or that you had sinful thoughts and you had the courage to speak up to her and say, you know what, I've, I've had a rough day today. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, and admit that to her. I think that uh, her level of compassion for what you're dealing with there is bound to be elevated. But that that is exactly right. I think it's part of the ongoing trust building. This is one of the spiritual steps that's about ongoing trust building. Being the man that God calls you to be will inspire trust in not just your wife but others as well. So what uh, where do you go from there then if 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 the men are hearing us loud and clear that they start to implement this daily inventory which right. I think is a great idea but uh how do they uh, how can they successfully follow through with that Well I'm you know at some points a big believer in lists uh the exercise that I referred to earlier in the life guide you know, it, it has you make a list, a list of the things you're trying to stop and a list of the things you're trying to start. So um, you're, sometimes we call it uh, your red circle, I'm going to stop this, or your green circle, I'm going to start this. And uh, these are all things that you've made commitments to either stop or start. And I do think it's important to share those lists with, uh, in some cases, your wife and, and certainly uh, a lot of cases, the uh, accountability group of men that you're a part of. So that now they're not just uh, holding you accountable to the stuff you're stopping, but they're also holding you accountable to the things you want to start. Well, from time to time, you have encouraged journaling. Right. And I would think that this list making, this inventory taking, uh, boy, this could all be tied together pretty uh, successfully uh, if, uh, if an individual wanted to make these lists and uh, and tie that into a daily journal that he's trying to keep. Yeah. And one last thing in this uh, topic, for me anyway, you may prompt me into others, but I, this is one last thing for me. I, there are things in my life that I know will start happening if uh, I'm too stressed, too anxious, too angry. Um, there's things that will start showing up or start happening. There's certain things that I will let slide or go. There's certain attitudes that I will have about other people even. Um, There's some silly ones. I say silly, meaning that they're not all that significant. One of the ways I know that my life is overly stressed if my car looks like a rolling trash can. Well, it basically means that I'm not taking enough time on a daily basis to 
take things that don't belong in my car into the house, to take things and throw them away, to, to get my car washed once in a great while, which here in Minnesota is kind of an interesting thing that we need to do. And uh, I could go on, but my car and its condition is sometimes a symptom that there's things in my life that are overly stressed. Yeah, it's a little reflection pool, isn't it, as to yeah. how things are, are going. And yet, uh, so often for me, um, I have uh, I've noticed that when I take a step back and stop trying to control everything in right. my life right. and just say, you know, uh, I'm I'm big on reminding myself that God has a plan right. and He indeed has a plan for all of us, and just trust mm -hmm. that what He has in mind. Uh, is going to work out right. and work out well. Yeah. And uh, I've become a, a big fan of just trying to let him guide my life, let him lead the way. And then I'm not always trying to micromanage everything right. going perfectly in my life or mm -hmm. micromanaging how my kids are behaving yeah. and, that, and that kind of thing. And you find yourself being more relaxed, more right. kind, mm -hmm. of, kind of in tune and letting things come to you rather than trying to dictate how things are yeah, going to that, you. Yeah, that is so true. So Basically, I think what you're talking about is there should be ways that you kind of uh, continue to take a daily inventory about uh, how you're doing at surrender. What are you trying to over-manage or over-control? Uh, uh, we've talked about this, but our pastor always talks about this. Take your hands off the steering wheel of right. your life. Right. And, uh, you know, what are some of the indications of that? So right now, let's just say that one of the last points we're making, have a conversation as a couple or have a conversation as a, an accountability group. You know, what are some of the things that on a daily basis you'd like to take inventory about? The negative things that you're stopping, but uh, perhaps even more importantly, the positive things that you're trying to start. Right. Feel good about the things that you're doing well and trust that God will continue to give you strength and direction. Right. You have been listening to Dr. Mark Laser. I'm Randy Everett, your co-host, and we thank you again for joining us today on the Men of Valor program. You've been listening to the Men of Valor program with Dr. Mark Laser. For information about this program or to learn more about Faithful and True, visit us at FaithfulandTrue.com. That's FaithfulandTrue.com.